or Ace something. Ace of no big deal. Yeah. Keep it zirconia. <laughs> Fuck off. Sound check. Hog mic. Sound check. Yep. Mic check. One, two. Two, one. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Check, check. Are we live? Three beers, two. We're back. Guess who we got in studio today? I don't know. The Zeege. <laughs> hey, guys. We brought the angry New Yorker back yeah. at a very interesting time in his life. <laughs> Happy, yeah. sad, angry. So many emotions. So many emotions. Uh, we'll get to you, so you just keep your screaming down. And, uh, <laughs> I have nothing to scream about. You have nothing. nothing has happened. Since nothing no injustices. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we have three different beers today. I think Fab hooked us up, right? I did, yeah. I went over and grabbed three different types of beers for three beers, two today. I love we it. three beers for three beers, two. Three beers, two. Yeah. Fab, Bonk, the Agent Hog. Let's kick it off, man. Welcome. Yeah. Um, what do you want to uh, introduce? Introduce? Sure. Please. We can introduce the beers. Like, I got three of them. All right, so first one's from Belching Beaver. It's uh, What's in the Hops? Belching Beaver. What an interesting name. What's the theme? The second one. <laughs> stand by to stand it's by. Okay. 21st Amendment Brewery, and it's called Come Hell or High Watermelon. Okay. And the theme is puns. So the first one is what's in the hops instead yep. of what's in the box. And the second one, <laughs> Come High or Hell Watermelon instead of High or Hell. What's in the box? What a great movie reference that is. Yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah. first one I saw, and that inspired the entire theme. That's a brutal ending to or that Gwyneth movie. Paltrow. I know. Such a nice yeah. head. Rip. <laughs> and then the third one is uh, from Pariah Brewing, and this one doesn't necessarily correlate with the theme. So like I said, it's a loose theme, but this is a mystery flavor. Okay. Yeah, I, I figured by now we've got pretty refined palates for tasting beer. We're world-renowned experts. Do, are they all the same flavor? Yeah, all the same flavor. All the same mystery flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like those dum-dum lollipops where yeah. they would just, at the end of the Ooh, batch, yummy, mix it all yeah. together and you had to guess the flavor. Ooh, I like that. It's kind of like that, yeah. yeah so okay. uh, which one do we want to start with? ZJ, welcome back. You pick. You know, I, I've had the watermelon one before. I Okay. okay. That's a statement. That yeah. We'll start with watermelon. Yeah. All right. We're oh. starting with watermelon. Cool. Okay. Watermelon it is. This is not relevant to sports or three beers too, but didn't the mystery dum dum always have the same flavor? I think it was always the same flavor. It yeah. was the leftover so. stuff at the when they were they were done making their batch, they would just pour the rest of their formula or whatever into one vat. And oh. so it wasn't really a flavor. It would probably always taste the same because it was a you know, smorgasbord of all their other flavors. Brilliant marketing, though. We like, need to hey, use smorgasbord more on this show, I feel. Yeah, we have all this stuff that we can throw out, but uh, we'll just put it together and sell like it a as suicide a flavor. Yeah, exactly. I like it. My favorite, I think, mystery candy would be an airhead. You guys remember those? Like the, the white airheads? Yeah. Those are really yeah, good. I remember those. It could be like cherry, yeah. the garbage grape. I'm excited. So this is Tasty IPA. All right. 6.8. Should we crack them? We've been doing a lot of IPAs. Yeah, let's crack them and drink them, boys. Ooh. Oh, that sound. That's the best. Yeah. Well, again, we'll just jump right into beat or leak. Beat or leak. I think I was going to take something that you might do, so I'm going to go a different route today for myself. I'm just going to talk about my beat is, I don't know, using weapons during sports games to attack another player. That's kind of beat, right? Like a helmet? Well, a chair, maybe? Stool. A stool, yeah. 
Barstool Sports, good for them. I mean, what a what an opportunity. Tons of brand <laughs> exposure. <laughs> it's just free advertising. Um, so we, I don't know if you guys saw the game. I wasn't watching it. Too busy losing money on other bets I've made. Uh, obviously, Kansas, it was Kansas, Kansas State, right? Oh, what was this guy's name? Takes massive brawl at the end of the game, big blowout. And uh, one of the players takes a stool and is trying to swing at another player. And it's probably one of my favorite like photos in sports history for like, not like, iconic but really really cool looking of 2020 at least. of 2020 this decade at least um and thankful for this guy his coach one of the coaches assistant coaches came and grabbed the stool i mean as he's swinging it down on the player oh, and that's how he got it out. knocked knocked it okay. out of his hands yeah but there's this awesome photo of he's got it behind his back cocked back and the whole like everyone in the crowd is grabbing and like pointing or has a cell phone and it just looks like everyone is trying to grab the stool from his hands it's really fucking awesome take a look at it i love it so but definitely beat don't attack if you're going to get in a brawl the suspensions aren't that bad but you know a normal fight here and there but if you use a helmet or a weapon or something like that that's that's beat right we all we've all played sports here yeah you get you get passionate about winning the game i get it you want to fight someone that's fine but Man, use it. you could really hurt someone like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Roger Clemens throwing a half-broken <laughs> bat at Mike Piazza. Well, if you're roided up, it's a little different, right? You get an excuse because you have roided <laughs> I don't know about that one. Uh, you know, something else from that fight, if you watch the video of it, uh, you get a small clip of a male cheerleader who's boxing out a yeah. police officer. Yep. You know, you got to look out for those military. That's so sad, man. He didn't know that it was a cop. He no, was just he trying to prevent yeah, to more fair. people from entering yeah. the fight. But it, it is it pretty w- funny. It was a solid box out, oh, though. Yeah. Fundamentals were there. He didn't make the team. I mean, well, he, he, made the, he, he made the cheer squad, but <laughs> he didn't He didn't make the basketball team. Yeah, I don't want to mess this guy's name up so bad. Silvio D'Souza? That sound about right? That was the player that was yeah. swinging it down? Definitely beat, guys. That's, that's pretty fucked up, I think. And my elite, we'll talk about um, the San Francisco 49ers. Absolutely dominated this weekend. And I was on record saying they sucked, they shouldn't be there. I'm really on record saying Grapplo's garbage. And he had an amazing stat line. What was it? Like uh, three passes? Like eight passes for 100 <laughs> yards. Dominating performance. <laughs> but uh, what's, the, what's their undrafted running back's name? Monster. 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 Yeah, M-O-S-T-E-R-T. Mostert, Mostert, Mozart, Mo- I think. Mo- Mozart. Yeah, Mozart. It, what he did was an it's absolute Austrian. gem of a game. Most hurt. Most hurt. Was it 208 yards? Four, four touchdowns? I think he went for 220. 220 four? and four touches, right? Yeah. I mean, incredible. And Green he had been released by seven teams Seven teams. The Apparently. dude painted his absolute masterpiece in the game he really needed to. Obviously, the Super Bowl is coming up. Green Bay really didn't put up much of a fight. Thank you for losing me a ton of money. But good for them. They absolutely crushed. Absolutely crushed. And they stuck to their game plan. If something's working, they didn't just go out of their way to do something else. I, I really appreciated that. I think that was awesome. Definitely very elite. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's definitely established himself as one of the best play callers and schemers in the NFL. Yeah. Like, his the run calls that he was making were phenomenal. And, yes, Mostert had an amazing game, but the offensive line is what set him up for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. George Kittle played out of his mind, and I don't even know if he caught a pass, but he was just blocking people on the edge. And there yep. were humongous holes for him to run through for Mostert, and he took advantage of it. He did. And uh, speaking of Shanahan, did you guys see the clip today where he told the ref? Yeah. So oh, this yeah. dude is a genius. I, yeah. I, he's telling the ref what's going to happen on the play, where to look for the flag for a holding. He's going to come out of his route. He's going to head towards the outside. He's going to be held. And immediately the same camera angle pans over. The play starts, and the, the I think it's a tight end at this point, 
maybe it's Kittle. I'm not 100% sure. It was. Yeah. Gets held out of his break when he when he cuts to the outside. I mean, it's perfect. And the ref just has his flag in his hand already. And boom, there it is. It was beautiful. I mean, Jedi mind trick, I guess, at that point. Yeah, because the ref has to look at it. At you do. Point. Yeah. That was amazing. What a puppet master. It's weird. Both these teams are 13 and 3. I think that's one of the weakest 13 and 3 teams I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, they're not terrible, they're, but they look like a 9 and 7 team to me. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Is Rodgers done? He looked. He looked like he aged. He did not go that. after that fumble at all. No. He was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It reminds me of Cam Newton when he fumbled, at the, I think, in the Super Bowl, right, the game right before. And he just uh, yeah. it was just like, yeah, it's a fumble. I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to sell my body out for that. But San Francisco, good for you. The Chiefs looked amazing. I think it's going to be an awesome Super Bowl. Awesome. Awesome yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. Looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be really great. So hopefully Garoppolo... Does he have to throw for more than eight passes in the Super Bowl? That's what I kind of like about the Niners. I feel like I'm they could, say yes. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. I think he yeah, does. Yeah, because the Chiefs kind of showed up and limited the Titans running with Derrick Henry. So And everyone said their run defense wasn't that great. But right, they, so they were like, Frank Clark was like, yeah, I said Derrick Henry wasn't that hard to tackle, and I was proven right, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but yeah. the Niners' run game isn't quite the same. as it's the, different. Like, the Titans is very power downhill. Yep. Derrick Henry's 240 pounds trying to tackle him. The Niners is like motion shifts and having wide open lanes for Mostert or anybody else yep. to run through. That's why the Niners don't have like a franchise running back. No, they have like a three-headed monster there. Right. And, it's, and it's just whoever's hot that day and whoever can run through these gigantic holes that Shanahan schemes up. What a great plan. Phrasing. Um, what, then they have a stat. <laughs> isn't it three running backs over 500 yards this year? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's incredible. I, but I've seen Grappolo play. He torched the Cardinals, which doesn't say much, but he can have those games. So towards the Saints, he torched the Saints. Yeah. So it's it's possible. I think I loved how they reserved. I love how they stuck to their plan and definitely lead. Good for you guys. I hate to say it, but uh, definitely lead. Zeej, let's get you. All right, let's get you, listeners. Turn your headsets down. As he's wearing the Yankee shirt. Yeah. Derek Jeter, mind you. Oh boy. Uh, So we'll start with my beat. Uh, My beat is gonna be uh, Hall of Fame voting and voters. Um, as you know, Derek Jeter, my idol, uh, my Lord and Savior, my, <laughs> oh my God. favorite athlete. I didn't of all know you were a Marlins fan. <laughs> <laughs> Was voted into the Hall of Fame yesterday. Uh, everyone knew it. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt well, about not, it. Not everybody. Well, knows. not everyone. I'm getting there. So, <laughs> as you all probably you know think, I'm gonna like crush this one guy that didn't vote for him, and you know. It, how could he do this? I want answers, all that stuff. Well, you're right. I want him crucified. <laughs> so um, he, he is an idiot. Plot twist. And this day and yesterday, you know, should all be about Derek Jeter and and, and, and Larry Walker, I guess, sure, sure. But uh, getting into the Hall of Fame and everyone that wants, the, wants this one guy, you know, what, why didn't he vote for Derek Jeter, all this stuff, and making it all about him. And we may never know who he is or why he ever didn't vote for him. But that's just part of the issue that I have with Hall of Fame voters. There are people out there that vote for, now it could be the same guy, J.J. Putz. He got one vote. Like, oh, oh Putzy. kidding me? I don't even know who that uh, is. Exactly. Yeah. Raul Labanez, okay, he had a couple good moments. He was like 95 and played, you know, <laughs> he was a DH. Okay, sure. He got one vote. Brad Penny, Adam Dunn, he struck out like a thousand times in a year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like literally it's the so, Jameis Winston like, who, of oh, batting love Dunn. yeah who is voting for these people I mean Dunn yeah I, I mean I guess you could put him in the Hall of Fame for the amount of strikeouts right. 
yeah. and hitting bombs. Like he either hit it 550 feet or it struck out. But like, who are voting for these people? I don't understand. So, and then, and then the other issue is the steroids. The guys, they keep voting for them. Their their percentages go up. Just put them in the Hall of Fame. People argue like, can you write baseball history and leave the steroid guys out? I mean, you can't really. At least I, I think so. So you want Barry Bonds in? Yeah, I think Barry Bonds. First, I think Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he did steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. but was he a Hall of Famer after doing? Well, steroids? the guy got walked with the bases loaded. I think just for that he should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, it is pretty impressive. Yeah, and uh, I guess one last thought on that: it, I saw somewhere in the Twitter verse, if you will, some guy I don't, I don't even know who he was put out the one guy that didn't vote for Derek Jeter was probably a boyfriend of some chick that came home uh, one day with a gift bag. With her oh, gift bag. Oh, <laughs> a plot thickens. Yeah. Oh, so, so it might be a guy from Tampa. Yeah, so I don't know. Was it, you know, maybe like Jessica Alba's, you know, ex oh, or something? Yeah, I don't know. Lucky bastard. Something like that. But yeah. My dark angel. Oh, man. <laughs> the, uh, Jeter, the famous Derek Jeter gift basket. Right. I was going to, yeah, I got to talk to you about that later, I think, unless someone's going to bring it up. But man, yeah. we got to explain that later in the show. Yeah. That yeah. is oh, yeah. phenomenal. I guess one more thing, too. Larry Walker, I, yeah, good for him. And he it was his last year on the ballot. I think it was a sympathy vote. And if you look at his numbers, I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but he was definitely a product of Coors Field. He batted like 370 at home and was like a 260 hitter away trash so, cans yeah <laughs> maybe uh, i don't know uh, Coors lights yeah yeah but uh yeah being in Coors lights now but, but good for him i mean still a good hitter but is it a tradition because it's been like this forever with baseball hall of fame voting i mean ted williams there were 20 people who did not vote for him right yeah i think They're, joe dimaggio didn't even make it on yeah. his first ballot ruth Babe Mickey, Ruth, Mickey, 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 all people better than J- jeter's great but yeah these absolutely. are like oh yeah 100 like, like what are we doing yeah, yeah it's done i mean ken griffey jr i think there were like five or six people didn't vote for him like are <laughs> you like really right. like but, you should have your head examined like, yeah. was like the, what is wrong with you was the organization founded you know back in the 18 or early 1900s and they're like you know what our one rule is nobody gets in with 100 percent yeah, yeah that's it i mean that doesn't make any sense the fact that Mariano Vera did it last year like there should like if you think the guy's a hall of famer he, everyone knows it you should, yeah. you should just vote for him like what's yeah. the difference right they so football does it differently because they all meet the week of the super bowl yep and they have like a closed door meeting and they don't release the ballots or anything and it's right. like they have the nomination of the 20 finalists and then they have to narrow it down and they can only put in five in any given year and to get in every that person has to get over 80 percent right yeah, but you can only have five people in. So that usually it keeps it very strict because there's only five people who can go in. This year they're doing more because it's the 100th year of the NFL. Yeah. But it keeps it very uh, limited. But also everyone's like, even if I didn't vote for somebody, if they get in because they got 80% of the votes, then yeah, they are definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see like statistics of uh, when you know Barry Bonds in his heyday, Mark McGuire, like the ratings of baseball compared to then to now. Do you think there's a like significant drop off? Like, what do you mean? Like TV ratings? TV ratings, yeah. Because I remember, like, when those guys were chasing records. Yeah. The thing is, baseball is a very regional sport. Yeah. That home run chase was definitely a national story. Like, people. Yeah, I would be at a, watching it like like a Dave and Buster's as a kid or wherever I was, and it would be on a random TV in Arizona, and it had nothing to do with anything. Right. And people were cheering, and that was it was fun. It was fun to talk about. It was, I mean, everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Steroids good for the MLB? 
And yeah, I, I think the Major League Baseball knew 100% who was on steroids. We can talk about more about right. that later. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole show. Mike Trout on HGH. Oh, yeah, there was some troll, or it was like, who was it? It was Scott Brocious's son on they said some... That he has a prescription for it for a thyroid yeah, issue. Yeah, Everybody knows was. it, but they keep it quiet because he's the golden boy. Right, yeah. yeah. I, who knows? I don't know. Stupid thyroids. You know, in the thing about the Hall of Fame, too, is I think it's only a matter of time before we find out that some guy in the Hall of Fame was on steroids. It's going to come out, and then they're like, Oh, somebody's already in? Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to actually find out who it is, and then... Do they evict them? Do they, like, kick all the... I think at that point, you just, like, open the doors. Open the floodgates. And everyone comes in. It's a museum. It's not a... I mean, I like the guys that are upstanding citizens and haven't broken the law or cheated, but it's a museum. Yeah, exactly. Sucks, but I say let them in. Right. So the NFL does... Uh, current play, not current, but like recent players, and then like the older players, right? Right. So the MLB can do like current, older, and then steroid, steroid players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that what like ten yeah. year window? Yeah, the right. ten year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was your beat. Give me your lead. So my lead, I kind of have two. I guess one's just really minor. Back to the Hall of Fame was Larry Walker's shirt. He was wearing a SpongeBob shirt. That was uh, lead. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, it was sure. pretty awesome. Shirt. Yeah. That was a cool video. Oh yeah. That cool was a cool video. video. But my real leet is, I guess some people would consider it slight leet and uh, beat, but... Depending on is, where you're from. Right. Is uh, Eli Manning announces his uh, retirement, and he's going to announce it officially, I think, on Friday. So my leet is Eli Manning's career. Uh, that's my quarterback. It's okay. <laughs> What's your definition of elite, ZJ? <laughs> elite is it's a, uh, it's a Eli Manning. Elite. Is a 500 career record elite? No, but two Super Bowls is. Over the Patriots? Over the, the Golden Boy, yeah. Tom There's Brady Patriots. One other quarterback in NFL history with two Super Bowl wins that's not in the Hall of Fame. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Ooh. It, recent? More than one Super Bowl win. Not recent, but not fucking 1950. Yeah. Whatever. Starting quarterback, or was he backup? Starter. That's a good question. Went to Stanford. Oh, God. I can only think of one quarterback that went to Stanford right now off the top of my head. Jim Plunkett. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. I think Eli's stats are a little better than this. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite Eli Manning moment? If you could pick one, what would it be? My favorite Eli Manning moment is probably the the Tyreek catch. It's got to be, right? Honestly, the touchdown to Burris. That was awesome. Cuz that actually put us ahead and I yeah. lost my mind. The the scramble, like how he wasn't called like in the dirt or in the yeah. grass, or whatever, like that was. I mean, that was phenomenal. Yeah, I, and then I mean, he had two of them. He had the the Tyree catch, and then he had the Manningham catch. Yep. Yeah. In the second game against the yeah. Patriots, Myra Manningham. I was, and yeah. And honestly, the probably a bigger moment, the NFC Championship game uh, against the Niners, the second time, where he just absolutely got beat up. He was just yeah. getting wrecked, and he just kept getting up. And and trucking along, and I—that's I, a th- those three moments, I guess, are are really big. What, what I think about that yeah. was the game with the muffed punts, right? For yeah. The Niners. Yep. Yeah. The, yeah. the fall that of game e- was a hard hitting game on both sides. Yeah. The fall of Eli Manning recently with the coaching staff and benching him and stuff. I, I, you don't have to like you want to win games. I get it. And if you think a, diff- a different quarterback can win you games, that's fine. But what he's done for that, you know, city and that organization, I think he deserved maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I do like Danny Dimes. I thought we were yeah, tired. Yeah, I think of that, they he, were. They're like at least 
maybe more, but at least one year late on the yeah. drafting a quarterback. Yeah, and he could have. Yeah, if they would have drafted one earlier, he could have right. retired and right uh, and yeah, on top. Or if they even got him a year or two earlier, maybe giving him a shot to be a starter somewhere else. But Peyton won that last Super Bowl really screws over Thanksgiving for him because yeah. he's like he had two Super Bowls right. and Peyton was just the better quarterback. But right. now he's obviously inferior. That sucks. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Is uh, do you think there's going to be a debate? We'll never know the vote. Yeah. They close the doors in Canton, but I think it's going to be close. He'll get in. He won't be first ballot, but he'll get in. Yeah, yeah I, think I, think I, think I don't think too. he should, but he'll get in. I yeah. I agree with you. I do like Eli Manning. When I, I read think it today, he should, I was sad. For the record, <laughs> do not concur. His face. I mean, God, he's he's a beautiful uh, man. He's a very beautiful man. Yeah, I've seen him a couple times in person. He's just like a normal dude that just tall. He, he looks like a very <laughs> normal dude. Yeah, just super normal. <laughs> Maybe not nothing, so normal. Nothing yeah. about him and Mason Rudolph will be in GQ magazine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we well, need a special edition of ESPN The Body for oh, them. Oh, it's just shot from the shoulders up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still gross. I was gonna say it's still uh, pixelated. Yeah, it's like all right, that's that's nasty. To Eli Manning, man. Yeah. All right. Eli. End of an era. Yeah. It's crazy. No more Mannings. It was kind of already in, you know, over. So it was. It's, it's not. It was. Yeah. He didn't go out on top, but he yeah. went out, and it's better than waiting and being a backup, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. What's, what's his next step? His Announcing? Next step? Coaching? I, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I could see him maybe running that his Manning camp or whatever and yeah. maybe branching out and being an advisor or something. I don't yeah. Know. I would love to see him just yeah. call one game, like trying to be Tony no. Romo. Be like, Eli, what do you see here? Uh, well, you know, guys. Uh... <laughs> Completely every play is wrong. <laughs> it would be terrible. Oh, my God. I love Tony Romo. All right. Bonk. You ready? I see you working over there. Yeah, I was just looking at my finances. No. Uh, He's no. making me nervous. No, no. So I was... I was getting my car worked on, not a euphemism for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> How much does that run these yeah, days? Yeah, what kind of, to- oh, what kind of tools do they use? <laughs> oh, man, we're not even to connections yet, and here we go. So my elite, uh, for the record, I'm a Pac-12 homer, and I know this is a little late because the college football championship was over a week ago. I just started thinking about the national championship football winners, and my elite is the SEC, uh, and I'm – not an SEC hater. I'm indifferent. Yeah. This is kind of up for discussion. I'm curious of what, what has happened. Okay. So here we go. In the 80s, the decade of the 80s, so 81 to 89, um, we had four Big East slash ACC winners, two independents, two Big Ten, one Big 12, one ACC. Okay. So, you know, Big East, ACC kind of dominated the 80s. In the 90s, again, because this goes Florida State, Miami, Big East, four, Big 12, four, SEC three, Big Ten one, Pac twelve one, and for everyone doing the math out there, some of those were split championships. Yeah. Okay, so the nineties was very like diverse four four three. Then you go to the two thousands, and we'll call two thousand to two thousand nineteen. So there's with some split championships. The SEC has eleven, and the next closest is the ACC with four, and then Big Ten two, Big Twelve two, Pac twelve two. So what the fuck is going on? Like, is is this the new norm forever? I mean, so you say Nick Saban, so he he won five with Alabama, but then LSU's won three, Auburn won one, so they have uh, Florida won two. Yeah. So, so LSU's won more than any other program, and they're number two in the SEC. They yeah. won more than Clemson, USC, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I mean, so what what is happening? Why is this? Is it a product of boosters? Follow-up question, is it going to get worse? 
with this California law coming into place saying you can pay people, right? So these schools who are dominating, they have the name recognition. These players want to go there to these rich traditions and stuff. Is it going to get just worse and worse? Yeah, but how the rich traditions? (laughs) I I don't know. I think a lot, you can almost trace it to, I mean, this is more of a recent thing. It is the national, the, the, the playoff. So they're getting more exposure. They, they just hit it at the right time, these SEC schools. So they're yep. getting more exposure. That's so what all I these think it kids is. are going, oh, I want to go to an SEC school. The, my whole entire life, all I've ever seen. At this point, these kids are 17. Yeah. That are, what, when do you commit? You commit your junior season? Senior year. Senior year? You can early commit. You can early commit. stuff is yeah. your senior year. So these kids, their whole life, they've ever seen the SEC dominate. And that's they just want to be a part of that. I, that's my guess. I don't know. Yeah, the population centers too. Like the best recruiting grounds in America are Texas, Florida, yeah, and then kind of split on third place between Louisiana, Ohio, and New Jersey. Yeah, that's where the really, really great recruit. They you do get some from California too, but they said, and you know, in that uh, the thirty for thirty about the U, that if they didn't lose a single recruit from Miami, like if everybody who played high school football in Miami went to the University of Miami, they would never lose a football game. Yeah, it's like that throughout Florida and Texas, and Alabama just dominates recruiting yeah. throughout the entire southeastern United States. Well, it's a big thing. Like Rutgers just rehired Greg Schiano, and yeah. his claim to fame, why they when they were semi decent, was he kept the kids from New Jersey mm-hmm. at Rutgers, and I think he said something to the effect that he is going to bring a national championship to Rutgers oh, in the God. Big Ten. Was I think he said he'd bring a championship. championship. He'll probably championship. start Maybe with like yeah. you know a Big Ten championship yeah. game yeah. appearance. Yeah, <laughs> that counts. But, I mean, if he a finalist, like you said, yeah, if he exactly. keeps those kids in in Jersey, I mean, like Don Bosco and all those schools, like mm-hmm. yeah, they they will be good, but they don't want to stay there. They they see the SEC. They're always in the national championship. It's a step, the next step to get to the NFL. Yep. basically absolutely i don't know it's tough that's a good yeah, one i mean miami from 83 to 2001 or whatever they won like five yeah and they are they're bad they're they just garbage. got a huge transfer though yeah they got the uh king the houston quarterback no it wasn't houston no it was uh derike king derike king yeah. i think it was from the university yep. of houston he just went to miami yeah so, that's a big one the u needs that and as i'm looking at my little stats here i just want to nut punch myself pack 12 homer in the last 40 years, three national oh, champions. Oh, boy. That's pretty Ugh. bad. Yeah. The Pac-12 was always bad. USC, terrible. Oregon, and... No, no Oregon. No, Washington right. in the 90s. Washington. 0.0 in the 80s and two USCs. One was a yeah. split. One was taken away and given back. I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah. The classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because, yeah, didn't USC split that with LSU? And 03, that was... So Saban actually has six, five with Alabama, one with LSU, but... LSU won the BCS championship. USC won the AP poll. Right. Mm. With Matt Leinert and Reggie Bush. And oh, Matt Leinert, yeah. one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL of all time. Thank you, Cardinals. You for, are a bitter Cardinals fan. Thank you for drafting him, Arizona. <laughs> that guy can fucking party, though, right? Oh, my God. He's so good at partying. You're right. Zero arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more thing, secret to SEC success, is their offensive and defensive linemen because they can recruit them from you know Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. <laughs> They're big super boys. athletic, and that's how they win the games. Like, yeah. You can find a good running back or a good wide receiver in just about any state, somebody who's athletic, like 6'2", 210, and can run a 4'4". Yeah. But the 320-pound guy who can run a 4'8", you don't find those in Idaho. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need big population centers. Yeah. 
So uh, yes or no around the room, next 20 years, is it going to be the 80s and 90s when the SEC won under 20% or the 2000s where they won over 50%? Oh, it's got to be over. I think it's here to stay. Yeah, Yeah, I think think it's... It's here to stay. Like they're just getting more and more exposure. Because just... even if the big schools, like the money thing from the California law, does turn in, so that might turn on USC and Texas as destinations. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that's still, even if those schools are ranked in the top five, you know who they're going to still end up playing in the national championship game? A school from the SEC. Yep. It'll be an LSU or an Alabama or an Auburn or a Florida or a Georgia. Yep. I'm going to say under. I don't want it. It's you don't want it. No. Okay. I think you're severely underestimating the effect of Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, oh, both in the state of Mississippi. Oh, Mike now. Leach. That's going to be fun. Saban, O, Mike Leach, Kiffin, and um, Gus Malls all in the same division. Yeah. I wish they Cannot would do the same for Jimbo media Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Jimbo it's Fisher. Shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. They're going to fuck recruiting. USC is finally going to California recruits. <laughs> Texas and OU are back. Elkinger for Heisman. Miami and Florida State are back. I want to see some fucking parody. Did you just yeah, say maybe Ellinger for Heisman? I don't know. He's like 25 to 1. Oh, my goodness. The, another factor you got to think about, too, is if, with, if these players start getting paid, are they going to go to non-income tax states? I don't, I, you think so, right? Right? Miami. Florida My, Miami. Right. Florida, yep. Yep. Do, do some of these states start changing I don't their think, laws? I don't think they'll make enough for that to be a factor like it is for because Even boosted. if the players get paid, what are they going to make? Like 50000 a year plus right. a full scholarship? And yeah. The difference between the income tax for a state on that and somewhere else will be yeah. you know a couple thousand dollars. They'll choose to stay home, I think. You're right. You're right. All right. Sorry for dragging that out. I uh, love a it. really quick beat, a little side beat to the irrelevant Pro Bowl. I could give a flip and rip about it the spread is afc minus one and a half <laughs> i had to search hard on the dark web for that no one cares i think it's Gigi's lock of the century and i don't even know oh. who he picked uh yeah, well yeah. his last one was the titans so uh, well, it's his lock of the week the Gigi. He did not dub it the century. No, it's lock of the week. But lock he, of the week. He did say uh, NFC, hammer the NFC in the Pro Bowl. All right, NFC plus one and a half, lock of the W week. Over-under is 49 and a half. Also, no one cares. There's no tackling. It's, oh, my God. I've watched five minutes in the last 10 years. I think. you got to go over. Yes. You can't fix the Pro Bowl, right? They just need to play a flag football game. Yeah, they need, it needs to be a skills competition with seven on seven. Yep. I just want to see like Josh Allen and Mahomes have a long throw. Call they're supposed it. to do that this offseason. I'm super excited about Look it. How they started excited talking about it last year, and they're like, "Let's do it next year." So obviously, Mahomes is busy doing other things. Hopefully, Josh Allen is doing nothing but throwing 80 yard bombs in the snow. <laughs> and they should just have races, bench press contests, yeah. and bom- like, but why not? Josh Allen works out in Southern California in the offseason, so hopefully, like him and Mahomes get together and have a public event somewhere. I don't know and sell tickets, raise money for charity. I might go if it's. Somewhere so, close by? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you can't fix it. You know what I like is baseball, how they do theirs. It's in the middle of the season, right? Right. And uh, I don't like – does it determine home field advantage for the I think World they Series? got rid of that. They got rid of that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I like how it, it's kind of more fun, the home run derby. There's all this, like, good stuff. I don't know. Well, yeah, and, you know, your chances of getting hurt in a baseball game are – Very slim, I guess, yeah. Much smaller than football. Yeah. So. I just I, they've tried to do it after the Super Bowl, right? A couple years back, they did that, I think. Right. Yeah, but by then everybody's like, I'm no one cares at that point. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. So. I got a pair of bird dogs on right now. So if Josh Allen wears bird dogs, what uh, length does he get? Oh, <laughs> oh so it probably short. depends on the 
season. You know, if it's summer, he might go uh, standard length. If it's winter, he might go extra long. No, oh, you gotta go standard. I'm wearing bird dogs too. You gotta go standard. We're sponsored by bird dogs right now. I think Correct. I think he goes like four inch shorts. <laughs> I can't wait for the cease and desist letter from Bird Dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stop <laughs> shutting down business. Yeah. Leave oh us the fuck God. alone. <laughs> uh, last, my, my my beat beat is just the Titans, who had a nice half against a great season, a uh, great second half of the season. I'm glad Vrabel has his dick. Um, good first half. I know they were down, <laughs> but they completely abandoned the run. 100%. Derrick Henry had 69 yards. Um, I think 62 nice. in the first half. I don't know exactly, it's, but do you think they got to 69 and just were like, all right, we're done? Yeah. I thought he was above and then dropped down, actually, in the second half. A tactical play. Yeah. yeah. So they completely abandoned what got them there. I know they were behind, but they weren't losing by like Green Bay getting them. Exactly. The doors blown off of them. Stick to your so, game plan. Didn't like it. Didn't yeah. like how that ended for them. Yeah. Um, but yet a, a good game. Better than that NFC crap. Yeah, that was uh, definitely a much better game. Fab, you ready? I'm ready. Side beat. I feel like there's something there. This connect, like a side beat. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on that one. Give me your beat or lead, man. All right, I have a beat. I have a lead. We'll start with my beat. Everybody saw that Louisiana State University win the national championship game against Clemson in the Superdome, which is in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yep. After the game, a lot of the LSU players are smoking cigars in their locker room oh, celebrating. My and the Superdome police, which apparently have a police force, they're not quite like on the same level as a metropolitan police, but whatever. They carry guns. They can arrest people. Yeah. For whatever reason, the cop who is paid by somebody in the state of Louisiana lives and works in Louisiana, goes into the Louisiana state locker room and was like, hey, guys, you can't smoke in here, and starts like giving the players problems. Yep. Enter Odell Beckham Jr. right after he oh, was he done was there? handing out cash to players. <laughs> right. And uh, he then proceeds to slap this cop on the butt. Not like a, hey, good game, attaboy. It was like a wind up and deliver as the cops like admonishing some offensive lineman who is sitting there just smoking a cigar. It's like one, come on, man. Yeah. Cop, you're being a cop right now. The guy's just won the national championship. Stop being such a cop. Relax. Two, Odell Beckham, like, why you got to, one, make it about you, and two, then strike a police officer. Yeah. And there was a warrant issued for his arrest, like, three days later. Yes. Right. So what I heard was they didn't want these uh, fire alarm, not the fire alarm, the sprinklers to go off mm-hmm. and causing a ton of money and damage. He, The guy was way out of line. The cop was, like, being such a dick about it, though. Right. Such a dick. But Odell, making it about him, way to go. I don't think the fire alarms would or the fire. I don't think so either. either. I think they, I think they like don't plastic they, like, wrap the whole room. Right. And don't they also like think before a lot of the big games, they do pyrotechnics. Like all fireworks. Over the yeah, yeah. They yeah. do fireworks inside of a dome. Yeah. That if that doesn't set off the fire sprinklers, one, you might want to get them inspected, but two, <laughs> uh, I think a little cigar smoke will be okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely like super, super beat. Yeah. Just a bad look on both sides. Yeah. And then he withdrew the, uh, his charges a couple of days after the arrest warrant was issued. So I'm sure someone either paid him or they came to some off-site yeah. resolution or something. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that some board of trustees booster from LSU called the governor and was like, hey, you need to fix this. I'll double your paycheck. Or, yeah, Just, exactly. Like, re-election campaign is going to be very difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and that's why the SEC is good. Politics. <laughs> All right, can I change my answer to over? <laughs> <laughs> my lead also has to do with the NFL. Bit of a football fan over here. 
So the NFL draft this year is going to be in Las Vegas, oh Nevada. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're There's going a there right franchise now. moving to Las Vegas. The, oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I like The this. team formerly known as the Oakland Raiders will now be the Las Vegas Raiders. Supposedly, they're still hung up on whether or not Allegiant Stadium will be done in time. So It's gorgeous, though. rumors that they're having secret backdoor talks to either stay in Oakland one more year, which did not go well for the negotiations last year because Oakland City Council wanted them gone. Yeah. Other rumors that they could possibly move down to San Diego just for one year, which would be amazing to watch a Chargers away game in Qualcomm yes. Stadium against the <laughs> nameless Raiders. Because they wouldn't be the San Diego Raiders at that point. No. They would no longer be the Oakland Raiders, and they probably would be too soon to call them the Las Vegas Raiders. Just be the Raiders. Just be the Raiders. That's kind of fucking awesome. Which would be, I would absolutely go to that game. Yeah. Chargers at Raiders in San Diego. Yeah. One, there'd be a million fights in the parking lot. Would you still get stabbed if you went to that game? I would just yeah. try to wear like a UN peacekeeper hat and be like, I am just here to observe. <laughs> I'm just keeper? here to observe. Uh, I have no interest in the blue bulletproof yeah. vest. Yeah. Fab, what weekend is the uh, NFL draft? It starts on like 23rd. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. be in Vegas for that? I plan on riding a boat. So. Yeah, that's why I thought you are going with the <laughs> that's boat. That's damn where I'm getting to. But. Three beers, two should record that weekend. Uh, let's get a big flag. In Vegas. Record so, on location. I am planning on going to Vegas for that. My dad and I have always wanted to go to the draft, and it's in Vegas, so why not? But when we are there, and my dad texts me once a week, he's like, you got tickets for the draft yet? I'm like, no, dad, I've signed up on all the mailing lists. And now I'm not sure how they're going to do tickets because the NFL draft is going to be on a stage above the water of the Bellagio Fountain. Wow. Which, if you've ever been to Vegas, you know that like the Bellagio Fountain goes right up to the sidewalk, and then it's Las Vegas Boulevard. I don't know where they're going to put the grandstands, unless they're going to build them over the water, yeah. too, or what, or how they're going to make it a ticketed event. Because the sidewalk's public property, as is the road. Yeah. So are they just going to have like thousands of people leaning against the railing, or what? I don't know how it's going to work. But anyway, the stage is going to be above the water. Draft picks are going to be transported out to the stage via boat. <laughs> boat. <laughs> which is amazing. Uh, I don't know what kind of boat. I would... I hope that it's just like a party pontoon boat, you know, yeah. that breaks down halfway through and then they have to call Seato to pull it the rest of the way. Matt like, Leinart's on there just pouring like liquor in yeah. their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Individual jet skis or whatever. But they uh, they have odds on whether or not an NFL draft pick ends up in the water and then also whether or not Goodell does. So for the draft picks, any player in the water, it's uh, plus 250 for yes and minus 400 for no. That's close. <laughs> My God. For Goodell ending up in the water. <laughs> Yes is plus fourteen hundred. No is minus ten thousand. I mean, does he does he have like bodyguards? Is he like strapped to the stage? Some of these yeah. players they get super amped up. Now it'll be a little bit delayed because they'll. I don't know if they're gonna like take them out there before they get drafted or like, hey, you got drafted. Now get on the boat, go out to the stage. Because anywhere else, like they get drafted, and they immediately walk, walk on stage. Up, yeah. They're like amped up. They hug Goodell. They do like the going crazy, put on the hat, slap hands, whatever. But a lot of the guys hug him, some lift him up. Yeah. So I could see like if an offensive or defensive lineman lifted him up and then set him down in a less than graceful manner, they could tumble into the water. I'm having a hard time. You said that maybe if he picks him up, puts him down, and he tumbles. I'm having a hard time ever remembering a draft pick being upset at Goodell. You know, so pe- some people don't like yeah. Goodell. But when you're like entering the league, you don't give a shit. You yeah, want right. to hug whoever. Mm-hmm. I, every draft pick I've ever seen that first round, I think he's up there for like – one, two, and three sometimes. Goodell's one, just up there for the first round. For the first round. They're they're just they're amped up. They don't give a shit. They're so happy. Yeah, they're right. not part of the players union. Yet. Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, well I'm not saying that they would put Goodell Goodell yeah, in the like, water because hey, they were mad at him. I'm just you. saying it might be they're yeah. so excited It'd be that they fall into the water. Got it. Got it. Mm. Oh, I love those odds. Yeah. I'm gonna go first round player, yes. 
Not Goodell. Not not touching yeah. that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because some of them are going to be wearing some pretty fancy suits. Maybe some shoes that don't have a lot of grip. Maybe some bird dogs under their fancy and, suits. Yeah, so they could go into the water. Too, is not only are they walking on stage close to the water, every single one of them has to get in <laughs> and out of a boat. <laughs> boat. What could go wrong? What would you wear if you were a guy getting drafted? You knew you were going to go like top three, whatever. You knew you were going to get drafted. Yeah. What, what would you sport? Would you go casual? Bird dogs in a sport coat. Yeah, I'd go bird dog Full sport coat. Tuxedo. I'm kind of like a ghetto kind of guy. Bird dog sport coat. Smoking with jacket. With a tank top underneath. Yeah, with a tank. <laughs> oh, God. Just I, a giant chain. I kind of like the guys that wear that. They open their jacket up and they have their really intricate insides to their jacket. I like that. I think that's neat. Yeah, it's cool. I would probably try to wear a classic look that looks really good because everybody else, when they wear like either the huge oversized suits or something ridiculous, yeah. and if they're a good player when they're in the league 10 years later, they always show that picture and it's like, man, that guy looks like a dumbass. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, Longevity. It's about your brand. I, like, yeah, ben do. But you can wear a very nice looking suit that's not going to look dumb in 10 years. Oh, right? man. That, wow, would you spice it up with any like flip flops or like a tie? Not Santa Claus. Maybe like some baller slippers, you know, yeah, like, and not oh. as a joke, but, you know, like the very nice ones. Yeah. Or... Big Lebowski jellies, something like yeah. that. <laughs> something just to, like one little one little thing. Yeah. You need something. Yeah. Piece yeah, of flair. <laughs> maybe some crazy socks and yeah, a custom lining that's maybe like my college team or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. With your Instagram. Hometown. It's all about the brand. Now, right. So yeah, yeah, the brand exposure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Tie of. Dildos with bills. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Just big rubbery nasty things. All right, is that beat and elite? Uh, yeah, that was my beat and my lead. Good lord! I can't believe we ended with bildo bildos. 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 Point it. I'm sorry, Jr. Token. Uh, bildos baggins over here. It's a bag of bills dildos. <laughs> A Tolkien reference. A Tolkien. Yeah, we're going to get to another cease and desist letter. <laughs> we're crushing it. What do you guys feel about this beer? I'm not. Uh, I, I like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that it's not the hell or high watermelon beer and that it's just a tasty IPA. I feel like it yeah. was mislabeled at the store, but I grabbed it. Here it is. It's tasty. It's an IPA. This is the watermelon one? That's what I thought it was because it said 21st Amendment hell or high watermelon, but here it just says tasty IPA. And I also didn't taste an ounce of watermelon. No. Yeah, that's I was a little confused. As this well. is really good and no watermelon. Zero right. watermelon. Yep. Yeah. Seventy on the bitterness units, and it does not. It's not that bitter at all. No. Did you just, uh, ben Franklin is wearing no shirt on the front, but he his is. nipples are tastefully covered, and he's laying in a field of hops. He also has a massive tummy. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's... <laughs> you tell me you want to make fun it of someone's stomach. Like face you call you call it a tummy, <laughs> but he... the nipples are covered. If you're yeah, right. tastefully by it's... was that a hop? Mark, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's a hop. A hop. He's kind of got a weird, crazy face. I don't, he like, looks like he's on. Like, what? Yeah. What is happening? California drug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what the kids call it, but all right, shit, beater elite. I love it, man. That was good. What's our next beer? Next beer. Thanks for getting these. All man. right, uh, from Belching Beaver. What's in the hops? A thrilling hazy India pale ale. All right. Yes. We're doing a lot of IPAs uh, lately. I was not an IPA guy. I am now. Really enjoying this. Went to the bar on Saturday, watched the games, ordered some IPAs. Guess what one I got? Elysian. Yes, I did. Dust. 100% I did. After that episode, I probably had, over the next eight days, probably 10 Elysians. Yeah. I, I like them <laughs> so a lot. Our, our buddy, you, you know what the most dangerous game in the world is when you go to a bar late? Catch up. Catch up. So we're at the bar, we're drinking, he shows up, and he wants to catch up. Uh, our buddy, who will remain nameless, ordered an Elysian Space Dust. Oh. 
and a shot of tequila and poured the shot of tequila in there and chugged the whole thing and then chased it with another shot of tequila. He calls it a SpaceX. I don't know why. It makes no sense. (laughs) However, then we all did another one. So it was amazing he was walking at the end of the night. It was very impressive. Does he look like a Bambi or a Bube? Neither. I would say, like, if you could classify him, you would dump garbage in him, and then you would cover it up with, like, dirt. Other garbage and then dirt, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Got it. Like, if you were going to fill up some land. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. And that was the worst decision I ever made in my life, was to drink a SpaceX. So never do that, listeners. What's this one? What's in the box? Oh, what's What's in the the box? box? (laughs) Look at the picture, dude. Oh my! I know this I, is morbid. This <laughs> is my favorite. Can I didn't even see. This. I know. I'm posting this on Instagram right now. This is amazing. Fab, do us the honor. Tell us everything about this. All right. So it's a uh, hazy IPA from Belching Beaver, San Diego Brewery, uh, and they are celebrating seven years of damn good times. Seven oh. being the inspiration for <gasps> wow. the movie oh, title. Oh God! Oh man! Everyone's seen that classic movie. Morgan Freeman. Who else is in it? Brad Pitt. Brad, Brad Pitt. That's right. Yeah. The guy that's. Oh. Just kid, seven spacey. Sorry. Yep. Oh yeah. Going at Paltrow's head. <laughs> so seven deadly sins. I do believe she credit right? for it. Yeah. Seven deadly sins. Seven deadly sins that ends in the you know what's in the box. What's in the box? And that's what they did here. But instead of saying box, they said what's in the hops. Oh man, classic and crushing it. with a silhouette of the main characters on the can. That's fucking awesome. Of the scene. Do you have to pay them like, for that? Yeah. Are they getting cease and desist? I think if it's loosely enough, then you don't have to do it. But, <laughs> yeah, I think Rick and Morty There's the box with the head. Yeah, the box is there. The box with the head. Oh, my God. This is amazing. So let's crack and drink right. this belching beaver. Uh, let's see. What's the uh, what's the alcohol content? 6.8. Six, eight. Six, eight. All right. Do we have a bitterness unit on here somewhere? Ooh. It's got a little bite. <clears throat> a little bite. All right. Shit, what was I going to ask you, Zeej? So, oh, hold on. I'll get to back to you later. You shut up. <laughs> okay, very well. We got to throw something at something, right? Is that the, oh. this next part yeah. of the show? Yeah. Okay, so we, we aimed for Louisiana we last did. time. We failed. We got Pensacola, it's which was amazing. Close. Do you, you ready? You going to be my spotter there, Fab? I am spotting. Spot. Right. Is there a region you guys prefer? I honestly am kind of excited for like maybe an Alaska or Hawaii. Like that other say, part of the map uh, where they just plug in states. Do they even have all that? All right, here we go. All right. On, oh, it's I in the bottom it. line. I see it. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. <laughs> it was close. Whidbey? Yes. We'll go with uh, Seattle. <laughs> oh, right. Man, I almost got the bottom left. <laughs> it was close. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what's in Seattle, Washington? We'll find out. Do you like how I did that? Mm-hmm. All right, Fab. We. I'm stuck with uh, Bill's dildos right now. I'm sorry, I can't get them Let's out of my. Talk head. about a million dollar idea, dildos. <laughs> I think you got something. There. Oh my god, Bilbo Bildo Baggins. A... <laughs> there was just a TMZ alert that Bonk showed me that said Antonio Brown allegedly threw a rock at the driver from the moving company. Yeah, I was going to ask you about. Incident. I swear to God, I was going to ask you about Antonio Brown right now. Oh, perfect. Perfect lead-in. Great lead-in. So we have a new artist for the show. We're super excited about it. It's going to be my segue in a little bit for our contest this week. But let's talk about Antonio Brown. Is this dude ever going to play in the NFL ever again? No. 
Ever. No. No, I don't think so. He is an absolute train wreck. Did he, was he ever normal? Mm -hmm. At some point he was normal. Do we, would you guys say that some sort of, I'm not making fun of him at any point during this, uh, brain injury sustained during an NFL game or practice led to this? Or is it drug use? Or what do you think it was? What, what, What caused his downfall? It could be a combination of things. A lot of Steeler fans truly do point to the hit of Vontae's perfect. That was a him, massive hit uh, as like the start of him acting erratically because prior to that, he had been like the good, you know, the feel good story around the Steelers six round draft yep. pick. When it came up to either extend Mike Wallace or Antonio Brown, they went with Antonio Brown because he was the hard worker, the team yeah. player, and turned into the best receiver in the NFL. We don't know if it was CTE or something else affecting him right now or just the fame and fortune and the pressure. Yeah. But acting erratically, posting things on social media that, you know, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, let him go. Yeah. Conditionally. Drew Rosenhaus is like, you know, a lot of people say he's the least moral agent in the NFL. I think we called him the wolf of something, like wolf of Wall Street or something. We made he some... ha- His autobiography is called The Shark Never Sleeps. Yeah, that's what it was. We talked about this, I think, on a very early episode. But the dude is, he defended him left and right mm-hmm. at every turn. And, and he let him go, and then Antonio Brown posted screenshots of the text. That's the one thing Antonio yeah. Brown will do is if you message him in any format, he will screenshot it and then post it. Yeah. And it made the screenshots made Drew Lo- Rosenhaus look like a good guy. He's like, hey, AB, I have to let you go. You're not helping yourself. Yeah. I'm here for you. I still want to help you. I'll still help you try to get into different treatment programs or whatever, but I can't represent you because you're not helping yourself two things do you think he knew that was going to happen so he was like i'm going to sound like a fucking choir boy right here secondly this is just a psa to everybody if you're going to text antonio brown use snapchat right (laughs) messages go away or what was mark cuban's uh space dust or something like that his messaging service that essentially was snapchat basically snapchat yeah he put radio on the internet (laughs) <laughs> he's yeah. got these billion dollar ideas oh my goodness anyway yeah. uh but yeah i mean if you're talking to antonio brown just realize that it's probably going to end up no. on social media and he'll call you a number of words none of which will be flattering and then he might even film himself yelling at you in front of his house <laughs> oh my goodness so what what's his latest ex- escapade here what's this thing that bonk showed you uh the tmc police were called to antonio brown's house twice over the last week once when his i don't know if it was girlfriend or just the baby mama mother of his children oh yeah he was removing from his house and uh, the cops were there and the cops were trying to get her not arrest her but just get her into the house and get her out of there and antonio brown is like standing on his front porch yelling at her calling her a bunch of names in front of his children yeah including like fish head and other things that are just you know not the most yeah was he shirtless during this i feel like almost all of his videos he's shirtless most of the video was uh, shot, you know, um, away from him, yeah. his point of view, so to speak. But uh, I, he probably was shirtless. Yeah. And then TMZ just posted that uh, allegedly he threw a rock at a moving truck driver. Uh, was that yesterday or today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the police were called again and Antonio Brown's trainer ended up arrested and Antonio Brown was like locked inside of his house. Just the police keep coming. It's really sad to see. You hope that he is able to get help. Yeah. Man, it's tough. I don't think he ever plays again, like we talked about. Uh, I think Bavada jokingly put Bavada's Instagram or uh, Twitter is really funny. They always put like you know hilarious fake bets online. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is fake or real, but the bet is: Would Antonio Brown be arrested this year? It was it was close. It was like plus yes wow. is plus three forty, no is minus four hundred or something, right? Yeah. And we are 
not even we're barely halfway through January and the police has been to his house twice. twice. He's locked in his own house. I wish I would have hammered the yes. Just hammered it. I think it's inevitable. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't think he ever Unless plays something again. even worse happens. But. He he calls out Yeah, right? That's that's terrible to say, but it's true. Like so unless I don't think any team takes a flyer on him because of no. what he he burns bridges wherever he goes. He's already thirty one. Like he'd already kind of be a flyer if he was squeaky clean because he's you know yeah. over the hill. And so he can't even go on a, an exempt list until he gets signed, right? So he's gonna be probably put on an exempt list somewhere for previous accusations and things, right? Right. So I, I just don't. It's not worth it. And is he? Is he? You know, the guy's obviously uber talented, but you said mentioned before he got his you know second contract and all the stuff. He was one of the hardest workers on the Steelers. Is he actually working out, and keeping in shape in his house when he's in lockdown, or is he? Yeah, just smoke. Is he just? Yeah, Matt Leiner and him himself? are just fucking sending it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I don't really see him doing sprints and squats. I yeah. Don't see him right. doing forties and weed. Yeah. Or IPAs. What's he's what's in the hop? He's listening to this right yeah. now, and he's buying what's in the hops. He's buying what's in the hops. He should. <laughs> yeah. We'll have him on the show, and he can tell his side of the story. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear. It. It's just really sad because you know, two steps further down that road, and we saw what uh, Delonte West was looking like this that week was, too. And that officer was suspended. Yeah, that should have been my beat. That was that was terrible, man. That made me feel like I remember watching him as a player and seeing how far he's fallen. Is that hurts, man? Right. I mean, he was legitimately like a homeless. Addict yeah. on the street. It I've heard the Cavaliers like, have reached out and they're, they're I helping hope him. So. Out. Yeah, you know that's tough, man. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, hopefully uh, he gets help, but I don't think he's going to play again. Yeah. You have work to do, <laughs> Seattle, Washington, uh, Seattle. Well, Seattle. It's going to be crunchy. It's going to yeah. be crunchy. All right. Long, long intermission on this, but some of us, mainly me, I don't know what this gift basket reference was earlier. I've heard rumblings about sex. Or invalidation of parking, but right. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so I get so Derek Jeter, tell me everything. Derek Jeter, you know, poster boy, you know, never did anything wrong. Everyone's trying to, you know, find something. I think you said fuck him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, everyone wants to be in there all trying to find, you know, something, you know, suspicious. Yeah, his, a skeleton whatever. in his yeah, closet. Something. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It was like in the middle of his career, somebody reported in the Daily News or something that. Derek Jeter would give gift baskets to his female companions that he uh, would have over, you know, for drinks. Netflix and chill. I don't think Netflix was out, actually, um, when he was doing (laughs) this. Like in his house or apartment? Yeah, in his apartment. Yeah, whatever. And uh, he would give them gift gift baskets. But uh, I think some one of these females came out and uh, said that Derek Jeter, yes, he gives gift baskets, but he doesn't validate parking. So they had to pay for Holy parking shit. at his. I think he lived at like Trump Plaza or Trump something or other in Wait, New York. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a guest, you can be like, "Yeah, just validate her parking. It's fine." I, yeah, yeah. And but he was like, "No, screw that." But here's like a signed jersey and some smoked sausage. Yeah, probably. Yeah, something maybe <laughs> maybe a bottle of wine. No, I've heard <laughs> the same the thing. Smoked... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, my sister went to college in Tampa and uh, the Yankee Spring Train in Tampa, right. and she says she had heard through friends and whatnot that girls would get taken back to Derek Jeter's house, which is a gigantic house in Tampa. It like takes up an entire block right on the water, right on uh, Davis Island, I think is the name oh, of it. Holy shit! And the girls would wake up in the morning, and it's like that scene in Iron Man where oh uh, no way with like uh, Pepper Potts like, right, right. the trash. Yeah, exactly. Trash. Yeah, yeah. The girls would wake up. He would not be in the bed. 
they'd be presented by you know his personal assistant or whatever a gift basket and then a car would be waiting to take them wherever holy shit right yeah so holy shit so apparently in new york he i guess this whoever this was was mad that she didn't get her parking validated. Oh to pay the, my god! Probably like twenty. She bucks had to ask her dad to get Venmoed like right. twenty bucks to yeah. get her car right. to the impound. So that was the one controversy in Derek Jeter's career. I really want to know what was in the gift basket. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's got to be. It was probably stuff. like uh, Bath and Body Works stuff. Yeah, right? <laughs> like the mid two thousands is like peak Bath and Body Works. Oh at my god! Retail malls. A sign ball. Sign ball. A sign yeah, ball. Actually, yeah, I think it was a little bit of Yankees paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> God. I used cup. Yeah, I was gonna say here's the condom right. we had last night. I yeah. used this. Oh God! I don't believe you said that, and I was thinking that, and I'm, like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> My filter is off right, right now. Right. Sorry, it's got pinstripes on it. Oh. <laughs> so you can't have a beard as a Yankee, right? Did you earn your no, pinstripes? You yeah. Do you think he shaves his down under? Then you can't have any oh. pubes too. Yeah, I've heard Steinbrenner very strict about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, uh, we're off the fucking rails. I love it, dude. You know, and, and another thing, you know, I, I as being a huge Derek Jeter fan myself, yeah. as, as you all know, uh, I have read his book. He, I think he has like one or two, but I've read the first one that ever came out, and he is very self-conscious about his calves. Really? Yes. What? That's yes. how you get the girls, huh? Like, I thought it was biceps and triceps. Johnny Drama self-conscious about his calves? Like, did he ever seek calf implants? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but... It is. I'm pretty sure it's in the book. Or it's somewhere. I I'm pretty sure it's in the book, and I've I've heard it once or twice that he's self conscious about his calves. He should have had them signed. That's why he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't like wearing shorts. So Derek Jeter does not look good in shorts. He is the opposite of yeah. Superman, Josh Allen. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, shit. There you guys have it. Three beers too. We we don't know what it is, but we think we know what it is. Derek Jeter doesn't validate parking he and doesn't, doesn't look good in shorts. And should have them sign an NDA. For That's now. why yeah. he didn't get. Unanimous. Hey, ZJ, can I just piggyback on your lead, which yeah. is Eli Manning? This article just popped, and I'm oh, not going to read the whole thing. Just two lines. I see East Rutherford. What a ledge. So one thing that we didn't mention was his 210 straight starts. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So th- this article is about his beer drinking, kind of like the Wade Boggs type of thing, which we can go into a different episode. But go uh, on. The, it, the article is, Eli Manning always drank beer on the bus. Win, lose, or draw, he would find someone on the road to buy him a 6 or a 12-pack, would carry to the back of the bus on ice, and share with veterans as they discuss the game on the ride to the airport. He had a guy in every fucking stadium in the league to get him that beer. That is fucking That's cool leech. shit. Okay, yeah. my that new favorite player elite. of all time. He all will be fame, a Hall of Famer. 100%. 100% yeah. hammer it. <laughs> that is oh cool. My God. That's awesome. Yeah. What a, like, what a dude, right? Yeah. Like, what a, just, just a normal one guy. Bro. One of the yeah. bros. You know what? That's awesome. Good for you, Eli. That is Eli so Manning. Cool. That's badass. Yeah. Still won't do the Tony Romo announcing, but that's <laughs> So this is a great segue for what I was going to ask you. You ready for this? Bonk. Send it. How much is Tony Romo worth? Uh, so, do you know? Is this loaded question? No. I, I so I'm talking about uh, CBS owns him right now, right? What right. are they paying him? Seven? Ten? No, something like that. Seven million dollars a year? Whatever. I think it's... I, they're probably paying him $10 million. Uh, no, 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 it's shit. less than that. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, because the ESPN offered to steal him away is somewhere between 10 and 14. 10 so it's probably $14 seven. million dollars a year. 
And he does one game. He does Sunday night football. Is that what? No. He's like the Sunday day game yeah, of the week. The, for the, CBS. the game of the week. What Everyone fucking uses game of the week. Every game's the game yeah, of the week. Yeah. But he does the CBS game of the week. What's well, like uh, Buck and Aikman do the Fox yeah. game right. of the week? Um, well, they call the, the, the 1 o'clock game a game of the week. They call the 4 o'clock game a game of the week. And I'm watching the Cardinals play the Buccaneers. There's seven people in the United States watching. And somehow the game of the week. I don't understand how that happens. But... How much is he worth, do you think? ESPN, the, the rumor is they're going to try to offer him 10 to $14 million a year. I've heard 10 to 15 but it doesn't matter. A ton of money. CBS has the first right of refusal to match that. What I, I want to know, what do you think the number is ESPN offers, and what's the number that CBS will say, eh, you know what, we had our good run? God, CBS, him and Jim Nance are awesome. They're so, so good. It's such a – like. I hate saying it, but it's a fucking awesome listen. Yeah. It's really does, awesome. Is he starting to dabble into golf? I think he's going to transcend the sport just because he was a quarterback. I mean, yeah. he's a huge, he's a scratch golfer. Yeah. Still trying to make the tour or the, no, not senior tour. That's 50 years old, but he's only. He made a cut recently, didn't he? Made, he? Yeah. We talked about it. It was like a debate he, he whether was, he was yeah. going to, yeah. he asked CBS to. Skip a game. Leave, yeah, yeah. Miss a game. I mean, at that point, like if, if ESPN offered, they're probably out. So this, they offer 14. CBS counters with 11 or 12. What, wouldn't you want to stay with ESPN is the premier, though, right? It, well, can we agree on that or no? I I would have said that uh, yeah. 20 years ago. No longer. Not. No, I don't think it's even close anymore. The booger's gone if he goes. Right. right? But they, you think like there's Fox Sports and CBS. I just think there's so many other networks that are competitive right now. Yeah. That they do not have the monopoly they had in the late 80s, all the 90s. And I think they want it back. It, Getting it. No, I, I, they st- like around what 2005 ish, they probably started losing it. Yeah. I would say, well, so Dan Patrick left, and then yeah. five years later, they started shedding talent because they started the payroll saying, well, they started getting very political, and yeah. people were watching the show, whatever side of the fence they were on, to listen to sports. Yeah, they did not want to hear the sportscasters' views on Barack Obama or George Bush or Donald Trump, they just wanted to hear sports. Yeah, and they themselves and a lot of the talent left yeah I mean, cowherd and i don't like skip bayless and all but, th- but those, those guys, guys are making left. those guys are making so much money right now right, all right, of right. them so the question is espn offers them 14 million right now cbs has to match they get they get a chance to match do they do that 14 million is a ton of fucking money for how many games espn 14 15 a year six oh yeah. no six, they do they do two on opening but you only do but one you only do one yeah uh, so 16? They yeah, do 16. one 16. in the playoffs. Yeah. No, because yeah. I don't think ESPN... Oh, does ESPN? Yeah, ESPN gets one of the one, wild card one games. Of them. And then oh. the every whatever year that ABC gets the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, okay. So let's say up to 17 or 18, I guess, if it's Super Bowl year, right? I just think he's that good. Like, Troy Aikman's decent, whether you like him or not. But he had to go to Europe or something to, yeah. like, get the hang of... Tony Romo was good day, day one. one. And day he's one. young. Yeah. Good looking dude and like well known. You, you gotta match it. Why the fuck not? Why not? He's the Jim Nance like I, I think Nance has gotta be 65. Yeah. So and Romo's pushing 40. Maybe he's 40. I don't know. But I think you you match it and yeah. you keep him for 38 years. What a career after football, right? You don't get hurt. You literally work less than a, a football year. Because you're not doing... Pre, you're not doing camps you're not doing mini camps you're not doing any of that shit you're just you're announcing i don't know how much effort goes into it honestly i don't but i feel like it i mean you're not hurting your body you can do this forever getting better at golf getting better yeah right i mean Uh, i I thought gruden made 10 mil a year 
when he was doing his like quarterback stuff and God, they paid him a ton. Yeah. But I mean the Raiders paid him ten mil a year for ten. They guaranteed it for a hundred million. Yeah. Doing good. He's doing really good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But Tony Romo, it's really interesting to see what's gonna happen there. I think he stays. You think he goes? I can tell. You're leaning to go. I do, but I, I honestly, you're, you're, you're swaying me right now. CBS has to. Yeah, I think they I, have I just to. don't think ESPN is I as think, sought after anymore. Okay, you, yeah. I think you, you've convinced me. The slate that they get, because um, the good thing about CBS is they can decide, because they have all the AFC games every week, so they get to decide who their game of the week is and who they're going to send Nance and Romo to. ESPN just gets one game every week, and it's decided yeah. on before the season starts, and they try to give them the good games. The premier game every week is Sunday Night Football. Yes. NBC has second that, Monday Night Football. And they get the best. Monday Night Football gets the second best game that they think, but a lot of times it turns into, you know, yeah. Jets versus Panthers. You, you can flex Sunday Night. Go. You can't flex Monday Night. Right. Yeah. And so a lot of times these Monday Night games are trash. And then you're stuck with that. Whereas with if he stays at CBS, he's going to be probably calling either a Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson game. That's true. You know, pretty much every other week. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I, I or think Lamar Jackson. Like, oh, there's a lot of Josh good young Allen talent. reference. Uh, I mean, I don't want to come off as a homer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever a, has a Super Bowl will be calling the Josh Allen. Game very noble. Time. Okay, well now there we go. <laughs> I, I think Fox Sports is my favorite pregame. I love watching those guys. I agree. The, yeah, just, I agree. And who's the comedian that former Marine? Oh, uh, um, Rob Riggle. Yeah, he is. That his little skit before every game is fucking hilarious. I think. I don't know. Just ripping and all the. I think it's great. All right. How you guys feel about what's in the hops? That sounded good. What's in the hops? I think I like it better. At first, it was such a change from the first one. But yeah. let, let me take another sip. Yeah, <laughs> one more sip. I like it better than the first one and i think i i don't want this to sway my decision but the can really oh yeah the artwork like, is top notch right it okay. gets extra points for that it's so good it's a good beer i i think i like the other uh, the ben franklin in a field of hops a little bit more taste wise we'll see uh but the artwork may put it over the top yeah right. yeah when i saw, that was the first thing i saw was the can with the artwork and it looked like a Spy versus Spy cartoon. Oh, those are from great. Mad Magazine. Oh, I was yeah, like, wait yeah. a second. Oh, what's in the hops? What's in the box? And it's like, oh my gosh, it's a box. <laughs> so I was like, okay, how can I turn this into a theme? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well done, by the way. That was amazing. So love w- this theme. Love yeah. the theme. Yeah. We have to step our game up. Big Tom crushed us. Yeah, yeah. Space Spears. That was out of this world. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll leave. It's so fine. Funny. I'm so sorry. Uh, all right, you can't I'm po- leave your EMC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the host. I'm gonna post this right now. The what's in the hops? Just the picture of it. It's so good. Go to three beers too. You're gonna hear this after, so it doesn't make any sense. But uh, look at we post most of the beers. I forget some of the weeks because it may be a little too drunk. Go to three beers too on Instagram. I post pictures of all the beers. So if you guys want to drink along while you listen to the episode, that's that's fun, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I usually uh, listen to the recordings on the way to work, so I I usually usually don't drink the IPA on the way to work. But oh, okay. <laughs> on, the, on the way home, depends. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Uh, what's what's our next beer there, Feb? That is a good question, and hopefully we'll be able to answer it after we test it because this is from Pariah Brewing, and it is their mystery flavor. It's a mystery. mystery you know the flavor. the font 
kind of looks like uh, the mystery mobile or mystery van. That's or what I was going Scooby-Doo. with. Yeah, yeah. Mystery machine. Mystery machine. Yeah, that's, I What'd you call it? A mystery van? Yeah, mystery well, mobile. Mobile first. Oh. I knew it was something. Something else. The mystery machine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a wheat ale brewed with dried lemon, raspberry, and strawberry. Uh, but it's a mystery flavor. So. All right. Crack well, it. Um, I can't wait. Let's crack them and drink them. This part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! What's happening? It's much different than the yes. other beers. Let's wait to judge. Wait to judge. And Hog, have you live bet the Pro Bowl yet? <laughs> yes, I have already invested all of the rest of my money. So on NFC, it's about two dollars and thirty-seven cents on the NFC. What's worse, betting the third preseason game or the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl. Because you can bet the first half of the third game preseason. Oh my God! Pro Bowls. I mean, it's. They're both like different the- stages of withdrawal. Third preseason game is like you can't wait for football. Pro Bowl is like you're scared to death because football is almost over. Yeah. But at least in the preseason, they are trying. Mm-hmm. But are they, though? You know? <laughs> well, like, they, in the second half, they are because it's. Right. But he he bets based on the starters, right? For just right. Yeah. Half. That's why I bet the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the play calling, they're not like necessarily trying to score points you know whereas in the pro bowl they might be a little over the top and doing reverses and you know halfback passes and whatnot it's it's funny you say this this is terrible i know this you can actually look at trends of coaches who what coaches actually try in the preseason and what coaches don't and um it's it's actually a real thing some coaches try to win games and you you've heard this term all the time a vanilla play calling right Right. it's so annoying some coaches are it's 100% true. They don't they'll just play this basic defense and basic offense. They don't care. Other coaches want to win because they want to normally fresh coaches, but mm-hmm. some of these senior guys they love to win preseason games. Yeah, and, they feel it builds momentum. You're right. Sean McDermott coach of the Bills uh, who are one of 32 NFL teams. Yeah. That I am equally <laughs> partial to. <laughs> he I remember he challenged a play in the preseason. Yes. It I, this is not this is not fake. I was listening to SiriusXM or some bullshit one time, and I there was this massive segment about who you should bet on on the preseason. Maybe it's a market inefficiency. Maybe us making fun of it is the exact reason we should bet on it because nobody pays attention to absolutely. it. Absolutely, there's some easy money to be made. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think there's three coaches that were ten and two at least against the spread in preseason and other coaches are like, you know, completely garbage or, you know, doesn't, there's no correlation, but there's several coaches in the NFL that love to win those games. Yeah. We need to look at uh, the spreads in the preseason. And if they take the coach into account for whether or not they're pro winning or if they don't care. And then also I wonder if the spreads are a little inefficient or maybe oversaturated for the HBO hard knocks team. Uh, What? hundred percent. Yeah. Because that's the one team people are thinking about that time of year. Yeah, of course. And maybe, yeah, maybe those spreads are deliberately built to encourage action on the, you know, the Raiders last year, whoever it will be this year. Cardinals. (laughs) All right. Uh, I know we're about to get in misconnections, but the thing I wanted to just uh, bring up, I was very excited because it involves gambling. Yes. And it was uh, a team that I'm near and someone else is near and dear to the Redskins. But Daniel Snyder's (laughs) talking about gambling at the new stadium. Good, awesome. good for him. That good is for him. Awesome. Yeah. If you want to win public opinion right now, support. He gambling. needs some first of all. Oh but my god. Second of all, can you imagine like going betting on ponies? You're fun? betting on fucking. Well, no, you go awesome. get a hot dog. You get a beer, and you put five bucks on you know, the next turnover or something. You know. Yeah, but 
if it's Daniel Snyder getting his fingers into it, the lines are going to be absolute trash. They're trash. Yeah. People yeah. are still going to do it, though. Oh, yeah, they'll do it. He'll make money. But this yeah. is the guy who sells seats that are behind concrete pillars and puts a small screen there for you to watch the game instead. Terrible. He's terrible. terrible. I like the gambling. I love it. <laughs> and with that, let's get to misconnections. All right, misconnections coming at you from Seattle, Washington, the greater Seattle area. Renton, nice man at Renton Post Office. <laughs> I was behind you in line and we had a small conversation, but you were very nice. And if there is no one in your life that would be upset if we met for coffee, I would like to meet for coffee. How polite, right? What? Yeah, thinking about what? potentially the other person. If there's no one else who would be upset if we met for coffee, I'd like to meet for coffee. We've done this show a lot. Yeah. Well, 15 times or something. I have never heard a polite, a politer misconnection. A than very right. kind person. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I saw your family at the gas station. Let's have <laughs> sex. Yeah, it was you, your three kids, and a Jeep Wrangler. You were wearing jean shorts. You looked really great when you bent over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Text me when the kids aren't home. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this guy is really not. Or yeah. Guy, girl? Well, talking about a guy. Uh, the nice man. At, yes, it was yeah. a nice man at Random Post Office. We don't know who the person writing the uh, ad was. Yeah. But new one uh, from Tacoma. Ooh. Lady at the Lakewood Walmart. You asked me for help, and I we made an arrangement that benefited us both. You are very cute and sweet, and I lost your number. I would like to connect again if you still need help. Wow! Well, this is okay. a bubble special here. It's, yeah. We made it's a you asked special. for help, and we made an arrange, arrangement that benefited us both. Yep, she well, needed like her plumbing again. fixed. He right. came over, plumbing, maybe some carpentry. Yeah. Who knows? He yep. fixed the cable. He had a special yeah. tool. Yep. <laughs> <The cable. laughs> sixty-nine rushing yards. Yeah, yeah. sixty-nine rushing yeah. yards. One hundred percent. And he lost her number. I feel like that was yeah. a, a sad moment in their relationship. Nineteen ninety-three. Still losing numbers. It's weird. But it just must be on burners. Yeah. And all Dropped his cell phone in the pool or something. Yeah. <laughs> he left it in the pocket of his cargo shorts. <laughs> He's not in with the cloud yet. Uh, not a cloud guy. Uh, not a cloud guy. All right. This one from uh, Proper Seattle or Seattle Proper. Irato Gallery event. We met at a gallery event showcasing the work of Rain City Jacks, and we compared our paint stroke techniques. I wish I would have gotten your number. <laughs> Your name started with a B. Message me with mine. <laughs> you oh, laugh. There are so many. You laugh, but I think that's a hundred percent legit. <laughs> this is the opposite of a bubble scenario. Yeah, this is just like, I in my head you said paint stroke, and I'm like, that's a violent way to paint. Oh my god! Very modern. That reminds me of um uh, the Big Lebowski when she's naked and like throwing paint all over the place. Never mind. A little Julianne um, Moore reference. Oh, right. Love it. I love it. Um, that was aggressive, and I loved yeah. every moment of it. Like honest misconnection, one hundred percent. I feel like right. honest, and it was at a gallery event, so they very much legitimately could have just been talking about how they paint. Wait, how many paint strokes are there? I know, right? I That's feel what like I you just thinking, like, move paintbrush across paper. Paint I mean, stroke. Mr. Miyagi would say there's two up, down, side, oh. side. Yeah. Wax on, oh, wax on, wax off. Oh, shit! Shit! I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I don't know who he is anymore. Nothing's real. Everything's yeah. a lie. <laughs> All right. Off the fucking rails. Let's In go. Arlington, we used to email each other dot, 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 dot. Four dots. You are a stay-at-home mom who lives in Glen Eagle. I'm a busy business owner. We chatted online for about a year. I hope you're doing well, and I'd love to hear from Sorry. you again. 
So kind of similar to the other misconnections that we've had in the past where it's like we used to hang out, now we don't anymore. Yeah. Yada, yada. You're not responding to my email, so I threw up this you know red flag on Craigslist. I feel like when you email someone like this, it's it's um it's dirty it's not like you know you you have a family somewhere or something you you you're hiding something why would you yeah. not trade a phone number because whenever you go after like a political person you're just like check their emails check their you know? emails and why four dots three dots is fine overachiever four dots overcompensating i don't know could be either one <laughs> and it's like driving a lifted truck <laughs> four dots small penis maybe he was ending the sentence yeah Oh, it's three dots, right? And then, and then wanted to end it. Thought, Ellipses. Thought, thought. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's from Belltown. You met you and your daughter at El Gaucho. You sat next to me at El Gaucho. We had a couple of jokey exchanges. I was with my friend. I said I come here often, but realized that that is kind of a passive approach. Hey, M, wanna meet? M. So they're both named M. Oh. The met at El Gaucho, which I'm guessing is a restaurant. Maybe Mexican food. I was gonna say like enchiladas. They made some uh, jokey changes, and he said, "I come here often." But he was like kind of a passive approach. He went home and he's like, "Why did I say come here often? That's so stupid, M." Yeah, that's. I think this is legit. Bubbles, innocent, oh, super innocent. I I bitched out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had your daughter there. I was attracted to you. you Give me your number, please. Yeah, exactly. Your daughter's in the bathroom. She went here. He he went home and he's like, "Damn it, damn it, M. Idiot. Why idiot? She was so into you." All right, uh, Showware Center this past weekend. I can't stop thinking about you. I wonder if you're thinking about me. We are both in relationships, but I know we made a connection. You're one of the prettiest girls I've ever met. Ooh. If you feel who this is and care to respond, what are your initials? We've got to be careful. <laughs> oh my! Wow. God. Okay. Both in relationships. This person knows they made a connection. She's one of the prettiest girls he's ever met. Do you feel who this is and care to respond? What are your initials? Got to be careful. You got to be careful. Huh. Wow. He, he means condoms, right? This is mischievous. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's mischievous and devious. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Little Ashley. There's got to be a sequel to this one. Can we? I wish we could catfish this people. I know it's illegal, but damn it. That'd be fun. This wouldn't be a fun one. Uh, yeah. Well, we'd have to guess the initials. Oh, well, we just take like, never mind. Never mind. I was going to say 26 times, but that doesn't work. Times 26. Times. Yeah, exactly. And I was trying to do that math when I was stuttering. And yeah, the mystery flavor has fucked me up. And so it's fine. I know 15 times 15 is 225. Oh, does that help? What? Nope. Does Rain not. man. Does not. Well, we know the number's bigger than that. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Science. All right. Math. From Seattle. We shared a flight from SFO to SEA last Friday. Nice. You were joy in conversation and recommended I read Florman. I should have gone with you on a link adventure. Want to reconnect and get to know each other? A. What? What? <laughs> so Florman is some kind of author, and then uh, this person wishes that they had gone with the person in question on a link adventure. L I N K, not capitalized. Like so, Zelda? Like I don't yeah, know if it's Zelda sort of, or yeah. like a golfing adventure to a very specific type of golf course. I love this mixed connect- connection because <laughs> you everyone's talked to someone on a plane before, and it's kind of yeah. cool. SFO, SCA, so yeah, San Francisco, Seattle. Um, and he just he didn't have the goal to get the phone number or yeah. whatever, um, and he's trying to link back up, man. I, I mean, agree. Link, no pun intended. I don't know what link is. Maybe it's a zip wire tour. 
But Holy yeah. shit. Like, you never know. That's a great Hiking and zips. Hiking and zips. It seems like zips. a very Seattle thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Sounds Seattle. Sounds crunchy. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, in Sumner, red hair at the Y. You were the unnaturally redhead, and we're good, and we're looking super good on that stair climber, smiley face with a wink. <laughs> oh boy! You definitely stood out of the crowd, and in a really good way. Maybe we will cross paths again at the Y, or maybe you'll see this exclamation point. All right. Okay, so it stood out from the crowd in a good way. Unnaturally red hair. Unnaturally right. red hair. How hot was she, or how ugly was everyone else there? Uh... Mm. Stood out from the crowd. Well, he might have just been on the treadmill or the glider right behind her and staring at her ass. Could yeah, have been. I mean, she was clearly wearing no, yoga pants. What was the uh, I mean, what was the light? You stood out from the crowd. Uh, you you definitely stood out of the crowd and in a really good way. Okay, so she's just a she's a ten. Maybe a it's Seattle just 10. like a freakishly red hair color because unnaturally, maybe yeah. that's what made her stand out. Yeah, I don't know. Like red the crayon. Or red, yeah, like, red the background of what's in the hops. There game. it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you know. It's a what's like, in the hops. She looks like, like it's one of those bachelor red party Christina rips. Hendricks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hendricks. All right. Uh, from Muckleshoot. What's that a real place? Apparently. <laughs> Don't make shit up. Uh, along the White River. All right. Muckleshoot. Katie slash fire protection equipment. Katie, comma, we met Saturday night at the Muckleshoot Bingo Slots area. You work for a fire equipment company in Seattle. That's all the info I got. You met your family for a late lunch and then went to play slots. I'd love to find you and get to know you better. You are one of the prettiest women I've ever seen. You left and I kicked myself for not getting more info. Reply if you see this or if anyone knows you that sees this. Holy shit. Have you seen this woman? uh, He's like... Yeah, it's a wanted ad. My, first of all, we've got nothing but misconnections. Yeah. Well, well done, well done, Seattle, Seattle. You guys are not deviants. God, this one has deliverances. I wish we did a guitar. Here. Yeah. Yeah. This is, dude. Do not, do not yeah. call this guy back. Yeah. Do not pass go. Do not call this man. Uh, also, don't play slots in the casino. Right. Really? Can I help you out if you're listening? And Just stop playing slots. Shoot, you work for a fire equipment company. It's. <laughs> what is she selling? Like. Sprinkler systems to corporations? That's awesome. Hoses, fittings, Hoses, yeah. fire axes. Uh, again, all of these things we could have gotten, but we... Okay, well... And then that's all the info I got. You met your family for a late lunch. So was he watching her and then saw her meet the family for the late lunch, or did she mention that she had to go? I feel because... like I feel like there's a very short interaction where she was like, yeah, I was sell fire equipment. I'm going to meet my family, see ya. And he was like following her around, you know? Yeah. That's creepy. He met your family for a late lunch. You ordered the cheeseburger <laughs> with no cheese. <laughs> I think you should know that's just called a hamburger. Call me. Uh, McKinley Avenue, 72nd and McKinley, Jeffrey. Jeff, looking for you to tell you something and ask you a question. Jeff, I'm trying to see you not to get you in trouble. I still love you. Do you realize this will mean never spend another night with me again if you you ignore this? I love you. I went to Aaron's office and wrote him a short note explaining I want to drop it. Keeping me and you away from each other is not what I want. Is it what you want? Let me know. I'm ready to move away and start over. <laughs> Your homeless female standing out there by Little Caesars always tell me a tiny bit, and they don't tell me a lot of truth. I get it. I had to know if you ever heard I'm spending a lot of time looking for you. I wasn't ready to end it all. I think maybe you still love me a little. 
the sex was awesome too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this might be the best one we've ever had. I, I was, that was my next sentence. Out of my, that was my favorite thing you've ever said on this podcast of all time. Holy <laughs> shit. To read that God, I almost want to go over it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, can we, can we break, break it down? It down. Let's right, break, break it down. It down. 72nd and McKinley, which I'm guessing is some intersection. Jeffrey. We need like a breakdown noise. Like, and now it's time for the misconnection breakdown. Misconnection breakdown. We're going to break this one down. Let's go. All right. Jeff looking for you to tell you something and ask you a question. And all these are separated by like two dots. We, I can tell because the way you read it, I was like, something is going on yeah. with this. Yeah. So uh, trying to not get you in trouble, I still love you. Do you realize this will mean never spend another night with me again if you ignore this? I love you. I went to Aaron's office. So there's a third character here, Aaron. (laughs) Is this a she writing this? I think so. Can we we have a quick discussion right here at this point? Yeah. So try not to get this person in trouble. Right. This person in trouble. Mm -hmm. In a new relationship or was in a relationship when they were having their... Uh, coitus. Yes. Yeah. So he stopped by Aaron's office, right? Right. Aaron's office. To drop off a note? It wrote him a short note explaining, I want to drop it. Keeping me and you away from each other is not what I want. Is it what you want? I want to drop it. I want to drop the relationship, but... But that's not I actually really what they want. I don't want it. So the so, note was like a, like a ploy. I think the note was to Aaron being like, hey, I don't want us to be together because I still want to be for, with Jeff. Oh, got that's, it. Got it. Okay, sorry. Go on. And so uh, I went to Aaron's office and wrote him a short note explaining, I want to drop it. Keeping me and you away from each other is not what I want. Is it what you want? Let me know. I'm ready to move away and start over. Your homeless females standing out there by Little Caesars always tell me a tiny bit, and they don't tell me a lot of truth. I get it. I had to know if you ever heard I'm spending a lot of time looking for you. I wasn't ready to end it all. I think maybe you still love me a little. The sex was awesome, too. Wait, is she homeless? Okay, yeah, that's so a, I, that, I feel like Varys, you know Game of Thrones, Varys, the homeless people are like little birds outside right. of the office. And so he, they tell, the homeless people like tell him what's happening. I don't, what, is he homeless? Someone's homeless. Yeah. But has internet connection. Move away, no. She's, she's, this is an analogy for something. No. <laughs> he could be homeless because it is. It's just an intersection. It's like seventy second and McKinley. Like, oh, that's where Jeff lives. You know, yeah. Like under they that overpass, move. they can take a fucking bus down to San Diego. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful here. Yeah. So there. yeah, we got it's Jeff. Beautiful there. What I assume is a woman writing this, and then the third party or third person, which is Aaron. Aaron, oh. he, Aaron has an office, and he's also got Aaron's uh, a bitch, dude. Materials there to write a note, so he's a true professional. He's got at least paper yeah. and a pen, maybe a pencil. Uh, could a he letterhead, be probably. Yeah, the yeah. head of the homeless shelter. Oh my god, he could be. He could be. Yeah. This deep dive is uncovering some stuff, right? But here. this lady, I think, is in an official relationship with Aaron, but wants to get back together with Jeff. So she wrote a note telling Aaron how she really feels that she doesn't want to be with him and be back with Jeff. And then enter the homeless fe- female standing out there by Little Caesars. That tells her everything, right? What's Tell her a tiny bit. Seventy uh, second and McKinley. I think McKinley is spelled wrong. If it's like the president, it's M C K. Here it's just M K I N L E Y. Don't disrespect mountain. McKinley. Right. Uh, <laughs> and they don't tell me a lot of truth. I get it. Maybe it's a reference to his assassination. 
He's one of oh, four presidents no that was assassinated. Maybe she's deep. gonna assassinate Jeff. This is deeper than we think right now. Yeah, I think we're uncovering. It might be deep. a secret CIA communication. Yeah. yeah, that's what they've been doing. No, none of this makes Craigslist. any sense. I love every moment of so it. I, I found the intersection on Google Maps. Is there a there, Little Caesars there nearby? There is a Little Caesars <laughs> on the corner. Fuck Seventy second and East McKinley Avenue. Can you okay? Can you go to like Google like uh like we, uh yeah the street view and yeah, see yeah. if you can see? Maybe we what? found him. There's Jeff. There's Jeff. He's in a shopping cart. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> which makes him a felon. You yeah, cannot which, steal shopping. shopping. It does. Yeah. He's inside of a cardboard box. It says Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> my my name is Jeff. Oh my god. Oh, oh this god. mystery machine is yeah. doing it to me. We were like the Scooby-Doo troop tonight. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too. <laughs> was it for you, you and your kid. wretched dog? You fucking kids. Uh, Ruby Roo? I don't All right. think they say fucking on Scooby-Doo. So <laughs> All right, ZJ, as you're scrolling the 72nd of McKinley intersection, <laughs> I'll uh, finish up with the last four here. No evidence of home. <laughs> no evidence. <laughs> All right, All right uh, this is in Linwood. Guy with a fur tattoo on his leg at Q Sauna Saturday night. What? I was wearing a piece of quartz on a silver necklace. Want to meet up sometime? That's <laughs> what? That's that's pretty Seattle right there to be like, I was wearing a piece of quartz on a silver necklace. What's a fur tattoo? Like a, you just tattoo of a tree on your leg? Oh, a fur. A fur. I thought it was like <laughs> drew fur from like a bear on your uh, leg or case something. Of course, no big deal. Yeah. Cuban zirconia. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the start of this yeah, episode. Yeah, it's like, what well, is it? The course oh. keeps me regulated. I don't know. Mm. Like, oh my god. Uh, so just want to meet up sometimes. So. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh my Go get them. Alright, uh, this oh one's in god. University District. Ketchup. It's mustard. How's the smart? Hey yo, ketchup. It's mustard. Ha. Our smarts crossed paths at the Kidoba on 45th. Shout out, D-Bot. You spoke of the southern Vancouver and I, the northern Vancouver. Ha. And I should have swapped info because now I want to talk more about our smarts and maybe go for a drive. Ha. Hope to hear from you. Beep, beep. <laughs> I have no idea what any of this means. There's today. too much innuendo in there, I feel. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, you spoke of the southern Vancouver and I of the, the northern, northern Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> which is close to Seattle, so they could literally be talking about different parts of Vancouver, but, but I don't know if there's another... <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah, and what is our smarts? Uh, right? I yeah. It's the Seattle term for dick, I guess. Or tool, excuse me. It's the new tool. Yeah, I guess. They're an intellectual crowd out there. Yeah, exactly. I want to polish your smarts. <laughs> I really appreciate a girl with some good smarts. Oh. Ooh. I think it means pubic hair. Mm. <laughs> so what would that make ketchup? Oh, <laughs> all right. Check, please. That's correct. <laughs> all right. Uh, last one in Belltown. Your compliment truly made my day. Thank you. We were at the corner store at 4th and Bell just now, and you gave me a very genuine compliment. I can't express how appreciated that was, as I've been feeling very defeated for a long time now. No one tells me these kinds of things to my face, but they say them behind my back, which is cool, I guess, but they don't know how much words can do for a person. I am glad you had the courage to pay a stranger such a compliment. That can be a challenging 
to do, especially in this cold city. I hope that you have someone that appreciates you too. And if not, I hope you find them one day if that's something you're looking for. Wow. Dripping of desperate? Well, I never said they wanted to meet up. It literally was just like... Oh, just like a thank you. Yeah, because even that, it's like, yeah, I hope you have someone that appreciates you too. And if not, I hope you find them. Not if not, like I'm here waiting for you. Come over and polish my tool. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that makes like... Definitely written by a female. Man, it makes me sad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the comment that was, uh, you know... uh, not, not inappropriate. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a very big, genuine. It's going to be very, exactly like your hair looks or something. Weird. You have a nice disposition about you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That one's. I think this girl's a five. Uh, oh, that's generous. Low? Generous. Oh, you think lower? I think that's generous. Yeah. And he doesn't get compliments. A fives well, get compliments all day. <laughs> what? Do they? After a couple of drinks. No yeah. one. <laughs> No yeah. one says these things to her face, but they say them behind her back. Okay, which that's is weird. cool. Which is nine. S- smells nine. Like they're it like does. too okay. intimidated okay. to tell me okay. that. That's hey, true. you are gorgeous. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Again, you've swayed me. Damn it. What? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. ESPN I, I think a sucks five, and she's a nine. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, I've swayed myself. I said five, but who, why would fives get compliments behind their backs? I mean, I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. But why would you go to Craigslist misconnections to be like, thank I'm, you so I'm much? I'm skeptical. Like, how does she even know she gets compliments behind yeah. her back? Do oh, other yeah, people weird. be like, hey, this guy just said you're really beautiful? Not me. That that guy over there. Yeah, like four, four, four. <laughs> Without a face, this is like a Facebook diatribe fucking rant. It is, yeah, like status. That's 100%. Copy a post so I know who my real friends are. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. One one word comment about how we met. Oh, my God. You're right. Is that the last one? That's it. That is it. That's all she wrote. Uh, Highlight is 72nd and McKinley. Jeff out there. Uh, Jeff. I really want Little Caesars now. $5 rotten readies. Hot and home. And you get to talk with the homeless women. Dude, $5 though? That's cheap. Oh, the the pizza. Not anything else. Fab, I really appreciate the beer. I will say that the mystery is not a mystery to me. It's number three. Number three. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a sour. Yeah. The God, the tasty is pretty tasty, but I think I'm going to go with the bitter. What's in the hops as my number one. A really, 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 really close second is Ben Franklin, Stasty IPA, and then uh, Mysteries 3. I would agree with you. I'm going to go second here. So I'm going to go, I'm going to diverge a little bit. I'm going to go tasty because Ben Franklin's gorgeous. But what's in the hops wins the artwork, and the mystery is kind of garbage. But I drank it all, so that's it. One, two, three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, I think I'm going with the uh, what's in the hops just because of the artwork and then tasty and then the mystery is All right. way down. What's in the hops, mystery, tasty. Got to separate the IPAs. All right. That's it. All right. Uh, get on Three Beers 2. Donate Patreon, Three Beers 2. Get on the Instagram. We're going to post these awesome artworks. Not really a mystery flavor. kind of sucks. But get on there. Donate. We'll give you the locks of the week. NFC plus one and a half. Yep. Hammer it if you really like gambling. Russell and, Wilson is playing in the Pro Bowl. Ooh, he's stay away. So stay is Deshaun away. Watson. <laughs> and yeah. All right. And then um, join us. Get on Three Beers 2, Instagram, drink the beers with the show. I'm posting it right now. And uh, thanks, guys. Yep. Super Bowl preview with prop bets next week. That's next week. Yep. Mm, Three Beers 2. Can't wait to hammer tails on the flip. Point oh, no. What about the, uh, the national anthem? All right, we'll talk next week. Next week. All right. See you.
Beep. Oh, I had a oh. thought that just floated. Go, away. go. We're rolling. We're rolling. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping that. Where's my mouse? There she is. I love this misconnection. Because... <laughs> hey, finally, someone else. Mixed. Connects. <laughs> it was close.